Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? News has just broken, Sam, that Frank Lampard has been sacked as manager of Chelsea, as we expect. A moment's silence. How how do we commemorate this? (laughs) Well, I I shall be in touch with my union immediately. (laughs) I will be in touch with the League Managers Association henceforth. You'll be hearing from my representatives. <laughs> You've not heard the last of me, Mr. Abramovich. <laughs> I'm starting a new Chelsea football club. The real Chelsea football club, it's called. Mason you... Mount has already agreed to come with me. <laughs> You've seen what they did at AFC Wimbledon. Well, I'll do the same for Chelsea. <laughs> I am Chelsea. <laughs> I founded this club. Uh, it's it's sort of I'm a bit gutted because yeah. the he was becoming so much more Lampard by the day, yeah, wasn't it's he? A, it's a pity, isn't um, it? but it was as the pressure way, was building. It? it was always going in exactly. And I, well, I was hoping that he would do his. I don't know. I didn't watch the game against Chel, uh, against Luton yesterday, but I was half hoping that you'd turn up with a briefcase on the touchline, like I'd predicted, like I had <laughs> foreseen. Did he have a briefcase? I don't no, know. I didn't see it either. Well, no. hopefully, Vinny Luck will see him leaving their Cobham training ground later in a suit with a, uh, an attaché case, the type I, with a coded lock on. I'll say this. I don't even know what the result was in the Luton game. Did they lose? He oh, won 3-1. Oh, they, they won 3-1. Well, yeah. what's the problem? You've beaten Luton 3-1. <laughs> Come on, pussycat. <laughs> no, it's because they've got Thomas Tuchel, who oh. is German. And they accidentally mm. bought two really expensive German players who've turned out to be a bit shit. Uh, so they yeah, thought, so well, we can't, un- we can't unbuy them, but we can easily sack Frank Lampard, who's probably not a- on a tremendously well-paid contract because of his inexperience as a manager. Yeah, yeah. And we'll get, we'll just get a German manager in. He'll know, he'll know how to you work I mean? them. <laughs> yeah. He'll <laughs> get inside their German he'll, minds. He'll be able to read the manual. And get them working properly, or <laughs> yeah. something like that. They're like a Volkswagen, these lads. You know, <laughs> you, once you understand them, they'll be purring. <laughs> once you get inside their heads, yeah. Good for mm. West Ham, though, because um, Frank Lampard was hell-bent on taking Declan Rice from us, so hopefully that won't well, you've, happen you've, now. But anyway. You've, you've got a theory that we you mentioned earlier before we recorded this about where he'll end up next. You might he as well put got, it down now. He, he has got... Under 20, England under 21 manager <laughs> written all over him. Completely, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, right? So similar um, to Southgate, although obviously a million times more pompous than Southgate. Mm. Mind you, that fucking waistcoat business was a bit of a Lampard mood in oh, retrospect, completely. wasn't it? But Southgate's At the been time we, 
Oh, Southgate's been a bit carried away. You know, Southgate's no good. No, he's rubbish. He's not done anything of of any worth. He just picks the 22 youngest players available and puts them out as a squad. And then when he fails, he'll just be able to say that it was because he was trying to promote youth. But, yeah, well, it's similar to what Lampard's done at Chelsea. Well, Lampard I mean, will claim Lampard's that just, about Chelsea. Did, Lampard went to Derby because that was a, a training ground for him leading up to the Chelsea job, and then he got the Chelsea job quicker than he thought he would get it. So where's mm. he going to go now? He's not going to go back to somewhere like Derby, is he? He's not going to get a Premier League job either, so it's got to be England under-21s or under eight or something like he'll that. He'll be England under-21 manager within a year. Mm. And then he will probably have a little bit of success with them and then subsequently just take over from Southgate England as England job. manager. Yeah, and fail at that. Or, he'll be or England a, manager in two years' or time just and then he'll fail. to the media. He's not going to become a jobbing manager bouncing from club and, to club. And the shit he'll get when he's England manager, right? You saw how he had a mount. Did you see him having a pop at a journalist on, I think it was on Friday? From the Atlantic, yeah. Well, I've seen some of the pieces that you write. <laughs> And they're not very good at all. You write nice. I've examined I've the grammar. The ones, I've seen the ones where we're winning as well. I've read them all. You write nice <laughs> ones when we're winning. But uh, nasty and then ones, nasty when, we're ones not. when we're not winning. It makes no sense. Why can't they all be nice? Why can't I'll you tell you positive? why they can't all be nice. You should write positive things even when I, my team's doing badly. <laughs> you bitter, horrible little man. You're not even a, you've never even played professional football at the top level like I have. The the, the Atlantic is not even a proper magazine, it's all on the internet. The Athletic. I had, to, I, had, I had to print your articles out so I could read them properly. Was it The Athletic? I might do some the digging athletic, on that because yeah, I do, a, I do yeah. a podcast The Athletic. I'm going to do some digging and get some inside intel. Right. But it's, it's interesting that Lampard is going to the... Because you've got to subscribe to The Athletic. It's yeah. a, it is a bit of a hassle. And so either his press officer is printing them out or Frank Lampard's like, <laughs> I'm going to subscribe to see what everyone's writing about me. There we go. Two pounds a month. Direct debit. <laughs> it's tax deductible anyway. You see, I'm a football manager. <laughs> it's research and development. <laughs> All of that money will be coming back to me come January. <laughs> and now no one shall ever write a single word about me without me seeing it. With my eagle eye and my forensic attention to detail. Everything's tax deductible when you're a football manager. My Sky Sports is tax deductible. Match of the Day magazine, that's tax deductible. <laughs> my shin pads and my stocking garters. <laughs> I get the very best stocking garters. They're quite expensive. I have them imported from Italy. They're handmade by old women. <laughs> because I shall, as my father always said, a, 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 a saggy stocking is not the mark of a true professional. They must be upright and tight at all times. It's also why I always run with my thumb sticking out at the top of my hands. <laughs> he always did that, didn't he? Yeah. You know that oh. that is that is a Lampard move. That predates what, Frank the thumb, Lampard. The thumbs, thumbs up, running. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because before Lampard, I mean Lampard existed, mm. but I remember being at primary school, and there were certain kids who sort of like. I remember one boy in particular thought he was a bit of a, uh, a sort runner. of you know thought, thought of him thought of himself as a bit of a head head boy material. 
right. even though there wasn't a head boy at our school. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But it was sort of like, he just thought he was a little bit more mature and mm. above the rest of us, both in academically and in behaviour and attitude. Mm. And what he did was he always ran when we were playing football or just playing in the playground with his thumbs out, right? Yeah. And I thought, and, and, and a bit too high up as well. So his shoulders up and a, and a thumbs yeah. up near his chest, right? And I just sort of thought, I remember thinking even when I was quite young, look at that cunt with his thumbs out. Who's he think he is? Take well, that, he's taking himself really seriously. Proto Lampardin, isn't it? That's you know, it. That's Proto Lampardin. So but the other one was, a, was was also the ones of having their hands flat like blades and pushing oh, them yeah. upwards as you ran. Yeah, I think, yeah. Because I think the hundred like meter runners did it like that, didn't they? Yeah, so that's that how it. Tom Cruise runs in all of his films as well. <laughs> <Does he? laughs> yeah, so he could be as fast as he can be. Yeah, He's yeah. a fucking it's, Lampard it, as well, Tom there, Cruise. There, there is some science behind that. It's more aerodynamic. Well, it is, yeah, because you've made your hands into blades yeah. and they're cutting through and the air. blades, yeah. Yeah, it gives um, you an extra couple of seconds, doesn't it, in 100 metres? But Lampard, but Lampard uh, did run with his thumbs out. So I'd always thought, before mm. I had the term Lampard in my mind, I'd yeah. always thought somehow I'd known that's a Lampard move yeah. from about the age of six because kids mm. were doing it when I was six. And then, sure enough, if you look at any footage of Frank Lampard in his entire career running about, always with the thumbs, thumbs up. up. Perhaps it's a thing for positivity. Perhaps the thumbs up represent positivity. You know, I don't know. <laughs> PMA, positive <laughs> mental attitude. And it starts with your own body language. AAT at all times. <laughs> <laughs> if all I can see while I'm running is myself giving myself the thumbs up, it's a way of me saying silently to myself, well done, Frank, you're doing well. Keep it up. <laughs> I encourage myself. Oh, God. Well, yeah, it's the end of an era, really, isn't it? Because I don't know where he goes from here. Under-21s, mate. Under-21s, media, but I don't know. I don't know. He He'll be in the Sky Studio soon enough. Of course they he always will. get him yeah. in. It, it, but they'll have because him his cousin football. does it, Jamie Redknapp does it, doesn't he? So he'll, he'll be like giving yeah. him a buzz. Rio, yeah. who used to be his best mate, is like over at BT Sport. They'll mm. all be like nowadays. It used to be that top figures, like which Lampard is. I mean, you know, he's like an, he was an elite player. He's not like yeah. an also ran player. He's like and uh, and he's been, if not an elite manager, certainly a manager at a top club. Mm. And you used to not be able to get those guys. It was weird. I think they just didn't pay enough. You you, you know, it's quite. Like, Ferguson would never turn up and do punditry. I mean, once in a blue moon, he might yeah. do, like, a bit of World Cup punditry. But Finger and Ferguson were not doing that sort of stuff, right? Wenger used to do it, it was all the time in France. Them. Oh, Wenger used to do yeah. it all the time in France. But he wasn't so going to be was doing just, it here. Yeah. No, fuck that. Because it was almost below them. Because yeah. it's like, we are the game. We're not commenting on it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Whereas now, I think they must just pay more because now everyone rocks up in that. So, I mean, Mourinho turns up, then everyone turns up. Well, it's an FA Cup weekend, so that means the Premier League will be back next weekend. So that means there'll be a Monday yeah. night football. And they always turn up for the for the inquest, don't they, on a Monday night football with Jamie and Gary Neville. So I reckon yeah. he'll be on Monday night football next week talking about how it went Someone, wrong, that- how he could have done it better. Well, there, there, there was, a, the there was a, a, a really funny piece in the in the Guardian by this that bloke, um, Barney Roney, right? Yeah, and um, it was really funny. It, it, it was it was a serious piece, but he's a very funny writer, and he was saying about you know should it be 
uh, you know, is now the right time to sack Frank Lampard? Is it fair based mm. on what he's actually done? I mean, my my opinion was, well, yeah, but anyway, um, he he was writing about what would happen, and he goes, you know, we know that in a matter of weeks he's he'll be sat in the Sky Sports studio, <laughs> and he is saying to to Gary Neville, if I'm honest, Gary, the opportunity came too soon. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know if he'll be quick to say that he'll probably in the first instances be in denial and blame everyone else but maybe in a year he'll be saying or two years yeah. once he's had a little bit of success elsewhere he'll be going the Chelsea opportunity came too soon one thing Tell I would what. say is it's it's a shame and a gamble when you hire legendary players like Spurs did it with Hoddle and it didn't work out mm. and it sours it was, Frank Lampard is a absolute Chelsea legend, arguably mm. their best ever player, and so it is problematic when you hire a legend. Like I, I always would be. <clears throat> West Ham have never re- well. We had Billy. Yeah, I suppose it's the same with us with Billy Bonds, and that ended on a sour note. Yeah, but I think it depends on how badly it goes. This hasn't gone that badly for him to be, nah. you know, castigated forever. He'll still be that nah, Chelsea I don't legend think the fans because. Hate you know, him. Yeah, they're yeah. only like ninth in the league. It's not like they get relegated or anything like that. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. Oh, Newcastle. Could he go to Newcastle? That'd be interesting. Stack Steve uh, yeah, Bruce no, and bring he, Frank he, Lampard uh, in. Uh, madder things have happened, but I can't see... I mean, Frank Lampard is a man who takes himself extremely seriously <clears throat> plus he is not in it for the money because I assume he's independently wealthy I would imagine irrespective so of whether so, yeah. he ever works yeah. again he's probably Unlike, invested in some properties um, yeah. as guided by Robbie Fowler as they all have nowadays stocks and shares as well <laughs> yes <laughs> you can I've never invested- lose if you put your money into bricks and mortar I've invested in bitcoin People laughed at me at first, but I think you'll find that the value of Bitcoin has risen sharply over the past few months. Also, I encourage Christine to run a very thrifty household. <laughs> <laughs> Overheads to a minimum. 
Haven't um, they got another baby coming? Oh, just fucking take a couple of years off, Frank. Fuck's sake. You yeah, don't need to work. But it's psychologically and, and emotionally, it's so difficult. Well, it brings us back to the subject of this film, Yesterday's Hero. I think it must be so difficult to adapt, even if you're fairly well grounded, to life after being a football superstar. Yeah. Well, it's all regimented, and isn't so it? I, yeah, it's regimented, but also you might say, oh, I don't really like it. I'm not in it for the adoration, which he might not have been. I mean, mm. you know, again, he was a very serious professional, you know. and uh, But once it, if you've had adoration, if it, mm. you know, then once it's gone doesn't matter whether you you liked it or not when it was going on. Once it's gone, it's gone. There's a big gap left. Yeah. And so you sort of think, what what is the meaning of my life? What am I doing? I was only known for football. What can I do outside of football? Nothing. Oh, I've got to stay in football. Because if not, I'm a bloke who's in my 30s, or yeah. he's probably in his early 40s now, thinking, well, that, is that it? I'm halfway through life and it's like, it's all over. I've got nothing really to occupy yeah. myself with or, or anything meaningful to do other than sit around spending my money. That sounds like right? the dream to me. It sounds a dream to us, <laughs> but we've never been adored by millions of football fans across the globe. Speak uh, for yourself. Yeah, I think that, you know, <clears throat> you, if you've had something and it goes, then mm. it's very difficult and that's it. Like the curse, that's the curse of that kind of success. Well, is that sooner or later it's got to leave you? Yeah, it depends on your mentality, doesn't it? I mean, are you aware of the David Batty thing? <clears throat> I know that David Batty just didn't wasn't interested he in disappeared. Football. No one knows where David Batty is. Really? No one knows where the fucker is. He's gone. Yeah. Like just disappeared. Just face disappeared. I don't know where he is. No. Yeah. Well, hang on. Uh, our mutual friend and associate James Brown knows David Batty. Well, he James might... probably knows where he is, but you know. Yeah, well, they, I'm going to fucking find... I'm going to send him a text now going, where is David Batty? With no content. <laughs> I might actually do that. We just put, where is David Batty? It, it, yeah. it, 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 the internet. No one knows. Okay, right. He's I've now just, 52. I'm... David Batty's now 52. Fucking hell. Fucking hell, that's mad. Imagine a 52-year-old David Batty. <laughs> Imagine how intimidating that would be. It's I mean, let's be honest. He's, he's Roddy Pickering, right? isn't he? <laughs> I remember David Batty when he was 18, right? <laughs> or like 21. Yeah, and David exactly. Batty was always frozen in time as 52 years old. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. He was always 52. He was a 52-year-old grumpy Yorkshireman, right? Mm. When you picture him playing for Leeds, you almost picture him in a cap and a cloth cap and a scarf. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And a pipe. That was the sort of lad he was. He was very, very... Um, intimidating individual yeah. even when he was a youngster so at 52 exactly. fucking hell imagine him now like as hard as a get fucking wall with you oh, we've Jesus got breaking Christ. news mate we've got breaking news on the podcast about David Batty's whereabouts have you? Yeah, I, I texted James Brown live right. and he's got back to me immediately Yeah, saying small town in North Yorkshire yeah uh, at the coast or possibly where he lived when he was a player in the posh bit outside Leeds and there he is, just living Doesn't his life. Doesn't sound definitive, but I've gone back and asked, what does he do? So James right. is cu- I can see on my screen, James is... Oh, here we go. Yeah. He made a lot of money playing football. He had mm-hmm. very good wages as he was in big demand by Leeds, Blackburn, Newcastle, and then Leeds again. Plus, he did very well on the stock market at the time. There you go. Just like Lampard. Bitcoin. But this is the, this is the best bit. 
He rides super bikes and walks his dogs. Oh, oh. see, you see, yeah. that's what you need to do. Frank Lampard yeah. needs to take a leaf out of Batty's book. If anything, they were polar opposites as midfielders, weren't they? They were, yeah. So they were, kind of, yeah. Lampard's yeah. kind of, he needs to take a leaf out of the Batty book. I've just found a thing on leadslive.co.uk as well. Um, Batty's agent and friend, Hayden Evans, said, it was clear that when it was time to hang up his boots, he would slip away into the shadows. <gasps> yeah. He says, Hayden Evans says, if it was a choice between not playing and playing Sunday League, David would go and play Sunday League. So we knew as soon as his career was going to come to an end, nowhere was he going to go into coaching or be one of these legends who the corporates who show the corporates around. He says, it was not for him. The minute he stopped playing, he was out of football. That was it. He planned his future. He knew financially and every other way what he was going to do and how he was going to do it. He just wanted to spend time with his family. He didn't want a job or career or anything. He wanted to spend all of his time with his family and that's literally what he's done. Nothing other than that. He loved it right. as a player and he's loving life after it and it can't get better than that, can it? Fucking spot right, on. right. Just rest, mate. Just fucking rest. That's living David all right. Bates. But what I'm saying Super is, Andy, it, it's hard, right? <laughs> it, it is hard to have... I think, obviously, yeah, objectively, you're like, yeah, that we would all like to just be content with, like, almost the simpler pleasures in life. Yeah. But once you've tasted... Listen, I'm not saying I like this song or the band, James. I don't want to get into that. But there is a good line in that sit-down song, which is, if I hadn't tasted such... Ri- if I hadn't seen such riches, I could live with being poor. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a good line, that, because it's mm. like... It, once you've tasted some sort of like glory or glamour, it's much harder because you kind of, you can learn, but you kind of think, oh, fucking hell. And I think for footballers, they've sustained it for so long that, I mean, it's unimaginable the sense of adoration you get yeah. when every single weekend there are people cheering your name, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, and so I think that it's, David. what David Batty's done is admirable, mm. but I can see whether it's Frank Lampard or whoever, you know, Wayne Rooney, you think, why do they still want to do it? They must have enough money to not do it. And I think that's it. It's, it's never to do with money. I just think it's like, you, it's about meaning. And, you you know, it takes a long time to identify, like, where the meaning is in life. I mean, that's what we try to do on this podcast. It's like, yeah. it's trying to show people and remind people that, listen, right, you, you can derive as much joy and pleasure from driving down to the fucking petrol station to buy yourself a Twix, right? <laughs> but as it probably you can, does regularly. As you can from whatever <laughs> fucking, uh, you know, go go into a, a roller disco with Grace Jones. Yeah? Because joy think, and pleasure is everywhere all around us. Do you think David Batty goes out in disguise or does he... Or I'm does just he just to like get a Twix. Is he just like Howard Hughes? Does he just stay indoors the whole time apart from when he's on his superbikes? I've just off out to get a Twix. I'm putting Kim on my size. disguise. I put put on my disguise. Put on my Groucho Marx one today. Fucking <laughs> hell, yeah. yeah. Do you want out? Do you want out from the Tesco? It's the Tesco Metro. I'm not going to a big Tesco. I'm just going to one at the petrol station. Do you want out from there? Do you Fuck want any hell. KPs? I noticed you're, you're running low on KPs. <laughs> All right, no. I, won't, I won't be long. But, I'll take the dog. I've disguised the dog as well, because people often identify me by my dog, so I, I put a disguise <laughs> on him as well. I'm going on my superbike. I'll put the dog in sidecar. <laughs> like that Wallace and Gromit. 
<laughs> only fucking, I tell you what, it's the only fucking thing on TV worth watching. I fucking, the only reason I own a TV is so at Christmas when they show one of them Wallace and Gromits, I can watch that. The rest of it, let me shite. tell you, absolute shite. <laughs> I mean, you All think of about it, Batty, even Attenborough. Batty probably pioneered the lockdown lifestyle long before the rest of us. He's like, <laughs> lockdown, piece of fucking piss. I live fucking prepping. lockdown. He was a prepper. Yeah, he was. Moment I fucking retired. Moment I retired, I knew what was coming. Fucking daft old virus from China. <laughs> I had their fuck. I had their fucking card mark long ago. That's why I started stocking up on tin food. <laughs> oh god! I stay. Got loads I more. I do. Got I loads do, more info. I do click and collect. I've got all my box <laughs> sets. I don't need to go out. There, no, there's a certain blood pressure medication that the doctors put me on <laughs> on account of me eating so much salt, which I love. I'm a lover of salt, and I told the doctor, I'm not giving up my salt. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not giving up my salt. If it shaves 10 years off my life, good. I'd rather have I'd rather have 10 years of salt than 10 yeah. years of now. You know what them last 10 years would be like? They'd be shite. That's what. Shite. So Saltless shite. Bland. <laughs> So I said, fine. He said, well, you're going to have to go on medication. I said, good, but what about when the global pandemic comes and we're not allowed out to chemists? He said, what are you talking about? <laughs> he said, he didn't know what I was talking about. I said, of course you don't, you daft bugger. You're supposed to be a fucking professional. You're, fu- you're three steps behind me all the time. It's coming. The good thing is, I can get it bloody delivered, can't I? <laughs> My blood pressure pills come once a fortnight. Regular is clockwork. No problem at all. Have you heard of wet markets? No, I didn't think you had. Well, I'll tell you, watch out, mate, because it's coming. There's one in this fucking place called Wuhan, right? Absolutely <laughs> disgraceful, some bomb. of the conditions there. Ticking bloody time bomb. Mark thee. Mark thee. Mark thee words. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. I mean, we've interrupted what was going to be a Yesterday's Hero episode. Because the Lampard news broke, and we'll, we'll stick this out as a, um, a Lampard reaction episode, if you like. Um, that's it from this. Uh, we've gone from Can Frank I just Lampard tell you one, one quick thing? One quick thing about David Batty that yeah. I've learned because I've had quite a lot of data through from James. Okay, I, yeah. I, I don't suppose I should read it all out. Not that any of it's incriminating or anything. Uh, but he said he he never had apart from his bikes he never had a lavish lifestyle or even a bank account he used to use the post office savings account oh yes a professional premier league footballer an england international who used a post office savings account oh that's so good the batty lifestyle david batty human of honor david batty we stand and we applaud you at the end of this frank lampard <laughs> tribute episode <laughs> Sit yourself down, you daft buggers. Stop bloody clapping. Never seen ounce of daft in my life. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Right, that's it from this. Um, we're going to get back and finish off recording the Yesterday's Hero episode, which will be on the IFS on Wednesday. Uh, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.